Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. Your Peugeot car or van might benefit from a free software upgrade. For more information and to find out if this applies to your vehicle, call the lads in Slattery's Garage, puck on on 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. And welcome back to the second hour of uh, Tip Today. Uh, quite a few of our callers into us um, to make the point about parents again. And, and this follows on from my discussion with Councillor Michael Murphy about antisocial behaviour and all of that. And yeah, it's the constant question. Where are the parents? Why don't the parents know where these kids are? 83 311 I'm delighted to be joined in the studio once again by Andrea Keenan of the Foot Care Centre in Clonmel. Good morning to you, Andrea. Good morning, Frank. And, and good to see you. And we will actually talk about antisocial behaviour and stuff a little later on because I know you have some very, very strong feelings as a business person and just uh, as as a normal citizen as well. We talk about that in just a little while. But feet, first of all, because, do you know, since you started coming in and doing bits and pieces, people are obsessed with their feet. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's important. I mean, you cannot move without your feet. Yeah. Uh, and, and unfortunately, it's one of the lesser... Uh, less important things when it comes to overall health. So you're talking about heart health, kidneys, eyes, etc. Feet mm. are sort of the forgotten. And still we do all the wrong things. We wear the wrong footwear, you know. We, well, not everybody and not all the time, but right. yes. I mean, yeah. coming up now to summer or spring, please God, a summer, uh, flip-flops are just a huge no-no because they have to cramp their toes to hold on to the shoe. There's no back. There's no supporting them. The fear is that people fall out of them and cause another issue. Of course, yeah. Uh, sliders, similar, but not so bad. Um, yeah, I mean, footwear. High heels, Andrea, for God's uh, sake. Do you know, funny enough, it's not such a big issue anymore. Is it not? No, but the youngsters mostly, when I say youngsters, I mean late teens, early yeah. 20s. 20s wear very high shoes for a very little time because they're just too high for them to walk in. So you right. see them in the photos and then they're off, they're in their hands. So is that not as big an issue as it used to be then? Is that what you're no, saying? No, because my generation would have worn reasonably high shoes, but we could wear them all day. Okay. And then, then you're creating a problem because you're, the toe is too narrow, you're creating corns, uh, you're creating hard skin. And that's worse because we had them on for longer periods of time, whereas the right. youngsters have very high shoes and wear them for very short periods of time. Alright, if anybody out there has uh, a question or questions for Andrea, 083 311 uh, keeping the feet warm and the importance of that. Will we start with that, Andrea? Please. It's very important, especially at this time of year because it's so cold. So a lot of people come into me with very... They have poor circulation. Mm. A certain demographic would have poor circulation and probably my age and older, so over 50. Very important that they wear warm but loose-fitting socks. Now, a lot of ladies, especially coming in the stockings, the little knee highs, mm. they, they're very constrictive... Um, so they're cutting off circulation so again it makes their feet colder again a, a warm, loose sock is the best way you can go. Right. And yeah. material? What, what material? Should no, not be? so bothered about material. Definitely not cotton because it doesn't wick away sweat or any wetness. Yes. Uh, mixed fabric is fine. 
Okay. Yeah, not so bothered. Hey, were you talking to us about Velcro as well? Right? Yeah, but see, shoes are very important, and shoes are part of who we are mm. as well. I mean, I have elderly ladies come in and they love their style, and there's nothing wrong with that. And gentlemen as well, they like mm. the formal shoe, mm. which, what I call a church shoe, a mass shoe. You know, very formal, but there's no giving them. So it's your feet, and all of our feet swell during the day. Everybody, just that's the way we're made. Mm. So it might feature perfectly at nine o'clock. But by four o'clock in the afternoon, they're too tight. Okay. So there's no give in a formal shoe. So they're fine for a wedding or something like that, a formal occasion. But you're much better off with the upper part of your footwear to be of a soft and malleable type of uh, fabric. Now, that won't be necessarily... Uh, rainproof. Mm. So it's a bit of common sense has to come into play here. But certainly if you're at home all day and you don't want to wear a slipper, a lot of people don't, then if you get a soft-fitting shoe, it has to be um, a supportive sole and the heel so that you don't fall out of them, you don't slip out of them. Um, but the top part, if it's soft, especially if you have bunions or if you're prone to corns or hard skin, um, yeah. comfort is key. Trainers, I mean, a lot of us think trainers are comfy and that's why I'm wearing a pair today. But, I mean, do you... you... No, trainers are good. Uh, Nowadays, you can wear trainers all day long. When I was young, you you went to the sports field, you put your trainers on, you played the sport, you took your trainers off. They weren't really uh, manufactured for all-day wear. Now they are. Mm. They get very smelly, though. No, not necessarily. Uh, It's very good to swap your shoes so not wear the same pair every day. Okay. It, it, uh, what you do is you dry them out because we everybody sweats. It's just not that's natural. And then dry out that shoe. You don't have to put it outside. You can put it next to the radiator or next to the fire or whatever, the front door, wherever you like. And wear a different pair the next day if you oh, can. Oh, that's very interesting. Okay. So that way you dry them out. So some people would be prone to athlete's foot. Or, mm. So that would be moist. The fungus likes moist feet. Or also a thing called pitted keratolysis. Happens very often with uh, men in hard nail, hard... Um, Work boots, Yes, suppose, then yeah. that type yeah. of boot. Um, they sweat a lot. Okay. And what it does is they gives the punched out appearance on their skin, like a, what you and I would know as a crumpet. Okay. I had a youngster in recently. I had to show him a picture of a crumpet so he knew what I was talking about. Uh, so those, you know, keeping wicking away the sweat is very important. Right. The regular foot issues that you come across oh, then. Andrea. So this morning already I've had corns. Uh, corns are friction and pressure. So mostly on the, um, the outside toe, the small toe. Uh, that's because the shoes are too narrow or because the shoes are tighten as the day gets on as your feet swell. And is that always the cause of corns? Yes, friction and pressure, that's it. Right, that's it. That's right. It. It's not an internal issue and no. it's not, not nothing no. to do with circulation. Now, that's the outside hard corns. Right. On the inside, between the toes, interdigitally, soft corns. Now, they can be a... Uh, a more um, a bone issue, or okay. the way you walk. So some toes overlapped. We call them curly toes. That's actually an official name. Curly toes. They can rub against each other. So as you're being active, moving, active just means walking around the shops. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. running a marathon. Yeah. Uh, they can rub together, and they can cause an issue. And what can you do about that? A few things. We can give you something to put over the toe called a toe sleeve. And that will take this a gel product, and that will take the pressure off the toe, the toe beside it. Uh, you can buy wider fitting shoes, and that's so important. I, I often say to people, you need wider fitting shoes, and they go, well, these are wide fitting, but actually, a wider fitting shoe is something totally different. It is uh, maybe a double E, triple E fitting. So, 
uh, some people need to perhaps look at their footwear. Right. And that that's not just a bigger size now. No, no, no. 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 Not okay. longer. Because okay. now you're going to fall out of the shoe. Of course. We're talking about width, and that's across where the start of your toes is. Right. The metatarsals, as we call them, and metatarsal heads. Uh, but it's across the, where the start of the toes, the widest part of your foot, possibly where people have bunions. Okay. So if they, if they have them, they'll know what I'm talking about. That's the part that needs to be wider, not longer. You're still a size six. You're just a maybe a triple right. E fitting. And are those shoes available? Are they Absolutely. readily available? Absolutely. Okay. I used to sell them. I don't anymore. Brexit put, put an end to that. It was just too difficult. Uh, there is a gentleman in Cashel sells them, Peter O'Dwyer. Um, Meanies in um, Carrick are very yeah. good. And uh, Mul- um, sorry, the name's escapes me. The one in Clamel. Okay. Uh, I can't think of the shoe shop. Mul- not Mulligans. Right. Oh, it begins with them. I can't think of it. Somebody, no, no, no. The okay. one down near the Westgate. Okay. Oh, they were there for right. years. But anyway, they they are available. Yeah, they there, are available, which is, which is important. All right. Yeah. Um, just go back to the corn. The different difference between a corn and a bunion is what. So bunion is bone. Okay. Uh, if you're going to get a bone bunion, it's because it's familial history. Okay. So you have your mum or dad had it. Doesn't mean you're necessarily going to have it, but you can't have a bunion without one it being a familial history. Has to be. Okay. Has yeah. to be from. Um, sorry. Has to be from family. Um, uh, so a corn is friction and pressure, and that's the only way you get it. All oh, right, okay. Um, lots of congratulations on to you as well, people who are your customers. Oh, and obviously thank very, you so very much. impressed with you. Uh, hi, Frank. Could you ask Andrea if there's an X-ray or some scan I can have to see what's going on with my toenail? Uh, I've been to numerous foot, uh, feet people, and bone fused five or six years ago, but absolutely no comfort. Suzanne, is that something you come across? Uh, it is. It's beyond my remit now. Yeah. A nail is different to the bone. Okay. So a fused toe you possibly need an orthotic but um, if you qualify with a medical card you can see a gentleman up in TUH uh, Niall Geegan uh, and you would get a referral from your GP mm-hmm. uh, so he would do an orthotic he would, he would also do a bespoke shoe specific for your feet so one, f- one foot can be different to the other depending on your ty- the type of foot you have right. um, the nail is different so fungal nail can be thickened and as we age our nails do thicken um, that I could probably deal with Okay. But uh, if you're going to, if it's a problem with the actual toe, the bone, then I would get a referral from your GP. Um, if you can get it up to Nile, well and good. And if you can't, there are people in the town that I could refer you to. So they can, I'm Very happy for do. them to contact me. Uh, Moroni's, by the way. Oh, that's, that's, that's it. That's, Thank uh, you so uh, much. Yeah, and uh, many of our listeners into us very quickly yeah, uh, about that as well. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about fungal nail and stuff? Because we see these images on TV and these various different products to fix them and stuff. And it, it, it looks kind of gruesome, isn't it? You know? <laughs> it's not gruesome. I love it. Uh, <laughs> fungal nail. I so love it, she says. The fungus <laughs> is between the nail bed and the nail. Yes. So, and your nail is not porous. So putting a whole load of shop bought, wherever you bought it, doesn't matter, stuff on top of your nail makes no difference whatsoever to the fungus, which is underneath serious? your nail. Yes. What it does is break down the keratin in your nail. Our nails are actually hard skin. It's got keratin in it. Mm. It breaks down the keratin in the nail to get to the nail bed. Okay. So... I would recommend anybody who has a problem, rather than just go go to your chemist by all means, I have a great chemist and they are incredibly helpful. 
but also seek foot health practitioner advice right. because they can save you a whole load of money on uh, over-the-counter products if they're not going to work. I can look at it and tell you whether they're going to work or not. Right, very good. What can you do about the ingrown toenails? And again, is that genetic in some ways? Oh, some of it is. is so it? some of it's in- ingrown specific is when a normal nail flat across the nail bed and you hit furniture or you get stood on or that sort of thing and it pushes the nail into the skin, into the side of the skin. That's typically what we call an ingrown. What most people call an ingrown is actually an involuted nail, which is hereditary again, and it is oval in shape. So it's not flat across the nail bed, it goes round the nail bed. Okay. And as it gets longer, it sticks in at the corners specifically. You can manage it yourself if you can get down to your feet and use an emery board or a file or something just around the corners. Uh, and then a lot of people like their nails very short. That can create a problem as well because they're, they're so short that the nails are growing into the skin then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, So involuted nails are hereditary. Mum or dad would have had them. Uh, ingrowns, no. Okay. Is there any issue with painting the toenails? And can that give you more issues? And can that... Generally, no. No, okay. Um, it will discolour the nail. Yeah. That's okay. You, you know, That's we just paint problem. over it again. Okay, it again <laughs> but depending where you go, if you go to a reputable person where they use septic uh, conditions, they don't double dip on uh, nail brushes, uh, the place is clean and tidy. That's perfect. Oh, if right. it's not, then you may be encouraging uh, bacteria, etc. All right, you might be able to make head or tail of this for me. My second toe makes a bed of my big toe. I had an ingrown toenail and had a bit off, and it makes a bed since that. What, what does that mean exactly? It's it leaning means on it's it, overlapping. It? The okay. second one is overlapping. It's leaning on the top one. Okay. So what we can do again is that toe sleeve may work uh, to put on the second toe. That may stop it overlapping the big toe. Also, there is a wedge we can put. It's um, We'd have to make one up, and it goes between the two toes, and that will keep them separate. There is something you can do. I mean, you can also pad. If it's not painful, it's not causing you any problems, and you can get to your toes, you can just put a bit of padding on the big toe so that when that second one overlaps it, it's not causing pain. I did have a lady, a very, very brave lady, who had an overlapping third over the fourth, and the only way she she get any comfort, she had huge problems with the fourth, with uh, infection, etc., was to have it removed. Oh, right. And she healed like a baby. It was beautiful. Right. I didn't do it, obviously. It's, it's surgery. There are that's extreme case. If it's not bothering you, we can we can do lots, something. Lots coming in on this, as always. Whenever you join me, loads of questions. A person. A person was on to us, and this is his words, by the way. A, a person classed as enormous, of course, this comes into the whole um, uh, use of English thing that we discussed with the Roald Dahl books. Anyway, classed as enormous, could purchase a brush to reach his feet. Could he put, purchase a brush as opposed to reach his feet? No, I'm not sure what he'd be using the brush for. I'm not sure either, yeah. Uh, and maybe it's for the skin. You could perhaps purchase a paddle, uh, a foot paddle, with a, like an emery board sort of sandpaper on top of it, and that would perhaps help if that's the problem, if it's well, callous it, is the it problem. It seems to be getting to his feet because of his size. There's no possibly. brush. Uh, uh, in this instance, I would suggest he see a professional, purely because we, we're at your feet. We're within two or three inches of your feet, and we can do it. And if we can cut them short, if you'd like them short, and you perhaps only have to see someone maybe three or four times a year. Okay, but th- that's a much better bet. 
and you're trying to and, struggle and, to do and something if yourself. If somebody is of a, a larger size, they could possibly have diabetes. I'm a, I have type two diabetes myself. Um, and anybody, you shouldn't be doing your own feet. All right. You should be seen. Talk to me about diabetes because this comes up all of the time where foot care is concerned. It is. It? What happens with too much glucose, too much sugar in the blood, it can deaden uh, the nerve endings at, the, at your peripherals, so your fingers and your toes. Toes, fingers we can see, but toes people can't see, or feet they can't see. So if you can't feel something, now you can stand on something and you can't feel it, and then it could create a wound. And that's really the issue around it. That and the fact that you shouldn't be cutting your own toenails again because of wounds. And people with diabetes... Uh, I'd take three times longer to heal. A wound takes three times longer to heal than somebody without diabetes. And I have personal uh, uh, thing of that. That happened to me when I was uh, cut my leg with a suitcase. Go on. Uh, you didn't feel it. I did feel it. Oh, I felt did. it immediately. Right. But um, it was like a graze, and it took three weeks. Three weeks to heal. It was ridiculous. Wow. It healed. I'm okay. But but again, and my diabetes would be considered well controlled. Um, but again, uh, we have to be incredibly careful with diabetes. Right. And you're encouraging people, aren't you, to register with Diabetes Ireland? Well. Diabetes Ireland. I'm a general advocate. I'll be honest. I'm out there. Um, uh, so what they do is we help Diabetes Ireland with um, information in relation to people with diabetes. Diabetes, like ourselves, we can recommend things, etc. Um, I'm now uh, with two other ladies with type 2 diabetes working on a booklet that will be in doctors and chemists, hopefully eventually, to let people know what to do when they're diagnosed with diabetes because it's incredibly, it's overwhelming. Mm. Uh, well, it was for me and it, that seems to be a common theme. Uh, where, where do I go from here? What happens next, uh, etc. So we're at the moment we're doing a booklet for that. But Diabetes Island, even their website, anyone can access it. Yeah, so get, get informed. Absolutely. I suppose is yeah. the message. Yeah. My feet hurt when I use cheap shoes or runners. They feel fine. Uh, they feel like they're too flat. But when I wear quality shoes, um, I'm fine. Uh, is there something in that? Uh? There isn't. There isn't. Uh, if you wear a very flat shoe, like a pump, a ballet pump. There's no support in them whatsoever. We don't advocate using those. Um, I my I go to a local shop. Uh, it's not a shoe shop. It's a general shop mm -hmm. down near the West Gate, uh, on the left hand side there, up the up going up Irish Town. Uh, and because I sit all day, I don't need a shoe that supports my foot. I live above my premises, so I'm not commuting. What I do need is a covered in shoe, so that when I use my sharps, my scalpel, I don't take my toe off if I drop it. Okay. So I can use a cheaper shoe. And I also have a narrow foot, so I don't have a problem feet. Quality is important, but within reason. Mm. Um, is, is leather uh, important? Trouble is with leather, we'll get back to what I said before, it doesn't it, move. Okay. So there's no, as your feet widen and uh, get sw if you've got swollen feet, a lot of people have um, edema, which is swelling in the legs, uh, lower legs and feet, and they can't wear that type of shoe because it just doesn't give with them. Uh, and it creates okay. problems. All right, indeed. Um, exercise, you, you always advocate that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's huge and it's so important for people. Um, well, I, I'm trying to get back to running uh, with Come LAC. I'm a member. Um, I was walking and I'm hoping to do part of the Camino in September, but just for your circulation at all. It's excellent. For your muscle tone, that's what holds up your skeleton. So muscle tone in your legs, uh, in your lower back. It's really 
really super important. It's good to meet people. It's good to salute people and say hello. And even if you're walking with a wheel, what I call a wheelie, a wheel, people who use them will know what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. Get out there and just salute people and and get get a bit of fresh air. Even a day like today, you know, it's a bit wet today, but um, you know, just do your best to get. Look, you can go up and down the hallway in the good weather, in the bad weather, but it's better to get out in the right. fresh air. But but get active, whatever, whatever way that can. is. I, yeah. I, I suppose somebody asking me about swollen feet. Um, they swell up every so often. Does Andrea have any advice? Uh, I do about this? raising them. So depending on, find out first why they swell because I'm not uh, a medical person. I'm a health worker, so you may need um, your GP uh, to have a look at those. And I would mention. Um, anything that's different, anything that changes, whether it be the feet or anywhere else, please tell your GP. So you might have to write a note down to mention it next time you're in with them. Um, So find out why they're swelling. It could just be you're on your feet all day, therefore you need to lift your feet up. Uh, I have seen people say you need to lift them up above the heart. Very few people can lift their feet up that high. I'd struggle myself. If you can lift them up even a foot off the floor, those um, recliners where you can pull Mm. a button and send your feet up, excellent. Uh, I never sit with my feet down unless I'm working or I'm sitting here now. I I always fling myself on the couch and my legs are up. Um, It is better for you. But find out why they're swollen. Okay, just one more because I want to talk to you about a couple of other things as well. Martin was on to say what causes rough or dry skin and what's the cure where feet are concerned? OK, there's a few reasons. You could have um, a dermatitis or some sort of psoriasis or eczema. If you on have, the feet? Well, you'd have it all over. OK, yeah. uh, so Normally on the top, okay. right, you know, on the dorsum, on the top of your foot as opposed to on the bottom, the sole of the foot. Um, you could have it also between the toes. Probably athlete's foot. Athlete's foot is incredibly itchy. It's incredibly easy to get. Very easy to fix, I might add. Um, but it could be that. Um, what else could it be? could be your footwear. Now, I would have got corns when I was running. When I, was, uh, I ran a marathon when I was really training heavy. Um, and that's just from friction and pressure in my footwear. Um, so it could be footwear as well. Uh, it, without looking at your feet, it's impossible to say. But there's a few options. Check if you've got eczema or psoriasis, you will know that. Use a um, get a steroid cream from your GP. Um, if it's footwear, have a look at your footwear, even though you might not use it very often. Uh, have it could be worn. Have a look inside. Have a look at the sole, so they're not worn on the sole. Um, could be athlete's foot. Uh, if you can send me a photo uh, on... Uh, don't send me... No, maybe don't send me photos because you'll send me all sort of photos. Uh, you can always pop in and have a look. All right. And speaking of which, where where are you, by the way? Uh, food care centre. So we're opposite Dunn's in Oakville. Um, so you can pack in Dunn's stores. Mm. Don't tell Dunn's no, I told you that. don't say a word. Um, and, well, most of my patients now, for fairness, would shop because people go, oh, I'll just pop in for of such course, and such. So they course. are shopping there. And uh, yeah, phone number as well, just to... Yeah. Yeah, so the landline is 052-61-21013 and the mobile is 083-871-8010. You can get me by email on footcarecentreclonmail at gmail.com. And Vicky, my colleague, is in clinic now if you'd like to find I am incredibly busy, but we'll do our best to fix it. That landline again, 052-612-1013. And uh, Emma will have all of those contact details as well. Before I let you go, you're attending... uh, This is going to put the fear of God into councillors. You're attending a council meeting a little later on. Why why so? Because... I am. Because I'm a rate payer, like uh, other business people, and I want to know what they are doing, but more importantly, what they're not doing. 
doing. I'm right. very, I'm, I'm, I'm disheartened. I'll be honest with you now, with the way uh, Clamell is being run at the moment. We have an awful lot of empty shops. We have an awful problem, and and I'm not the only person uh, with. I was talking to a, a volunteer with St Vincent de Paul last week. Um, I met a gentleman who you'd all know from being in here, and he was talking about the same problem with d- uh, dogs, uh, feces. Yeah, yeah. And I have elderly people coming into my premises with uh, wheelies. Uh, forget uh, push tears and all the rest That's of it. That's a disease you get, is it? That's a condition you get, is it? Uh, no, it, it's they're coming oh, in. Oh, sorry, you see I beg your pardon. Yes, okay, they're yeah. rolling through yeah. it because one, they can't see it, and two, it's everywhere. It's okay. impassable. To, and actually, there is one wee dog, and if I catch him, uh, he'll know about right, it. Know about it. Do uh, you resent the fact that you're not able to speak up at the meeting? You absolutely. Can just, I just, I, funny enough, I ran into Michael as I was coming in the door. Michael I made Murphy, sure yes. I met him as I was coming in, and uh, I said to him, I, he said, "I see you soon." I said, "You'll see me in a moment because I'll be with you." <laughs> uh, but I did say, "Why can't we speak?" Yeah. And he did say, "As long as he's in the county council, people have never been able to speak." And I said, "Well, where's our voice?" Mm. Uh, I know they are our voice, but I've got a voice. Right. So. Uh, and you'd I'd, like to speak up. Uh, about yeah, but that. I can understand why you can't just shout out because that would be right. mayhem. But, but to be given speaking time or something I like think that, if you had by 10 minutes and said, I, uh, you know, I could even give them, uh, as I go in the door, I could say, I'd like to mention this. Yeah, okay. And so they know what I'm going to speak about, even, you know. But I just right. think people, and actually, the time, 10 o'clock in the morning on a Monday morning, whose idea for, was that? For, for business people, that's not for idea. Anybody. Do you feel, Andrea, if you were to speak, that you'd be speaking on behalf of a lot of business people? Is there a a lot of annoyance out there. Is there, there a lot of disappointment? There seems to be, but is that just on on uh, Facebook, etc.? There seems to be. Uh, my friend Rosie Donovan is in the book market, uh, and she's there in Great marketplace, shop, by the way. and she's absolutely yeah. uh, fabulous shop. Yeah. Um, and she is doesn't is beside herself, doesn't know what she to do. She must be. She must be. With the carry on. And just briefly before I let you go. What are your thoughts on antisocial behaviour? I'm frustrated with it. Um, we all talk about what she we can do. She clenched her fist and I saw her sort of <laughs> reacting to that very quickly there. Yes. You know, it's a council problem, it's a guard problem, it's everyone's problem but the people actually doing the antisocial behaviour um, and and the parents. Now, I'm not saying the parents have to watch them 24-7. We've, mm. all, we've all been there, we're all parents and you can't and, and you try and instil in them uh, manners mm. But um, did you find it interesting what Michael said? Because our our presumption straight away is we associate anti-social behaviour with a certain um, socio-economic bracket. But I mean, here he's saying that you know kids from the right side of the track supposedly yeah. are. I, I'm not surprised. I, I'm in the middle of not? town and I see the, the kids walking past on footpaths. And um, no, I'm not. I'm not surprised. Okay. Um, but I am disappointed that the guards were five minutes away and did not took them twenty minutes to get there. That's outrageous. That's Out. what. That's that's what you took from our conversation, wasn't it? Well, that just, that just winds me up. All right. Andrea, it's always good to see you. That landline for Andrea, again, by the way, if you want to make an appointment, 052 612 1013. Thanks very much indeed, Andrea. Thank you. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery's Garage.ie.